going to pass this way one time. So if I'm going to do any good, I might as well start doing it now. I mean, if I'm going to use what God has given me, I better start using it now. I'm not coming on this side of the earth anymore. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television and those of you joining us at airjesus.com. Stay tuned to today's message. We'd like to share just a little humor I ran across. This is actually one I told before, but I ran across it and laughed again, so I thought it was worth repeating. But three boys are in the schoolyard bragging about their fathers. The first boy says, my dad scribbles a few words on a piece of paper. He calls it a poem, and they give him $50. The second boy says, that's nothing. My dad scribbles a few words on a piece of paper. He calls it a song, and they give him $100. The third boy says, I got you both beat. My dad scribbles a few words on a piece of paper, calls it a sermon, and it takes eight people to collect all the money. (laughs) Praise God. Just before we we can turn to... um, We'll look at a scripture in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 9. The book of Ecclesiastes chapter 9. You can put your finger there. But before we uh, read our text, I would like to just share my experience this week with uh, how this message came about. But I was in the restroom one day at my office, and I was kind of muttering to God as I was using the restroom. You know, God will speak to you no matter where you are. You can be in the restroom (laughs) or wherever. And I was kind of muttering to God as I was using the restroom one day this week, and, and I was muttering to him about some regrets that I had, and you know, I was just kind of complaining about some things that I should have done and things and opportunities that I should have taken and, you know, just some things I wish I had done. And so I was just kind of mulling over all of these regrets that I had and just telling God about them. And all of a sudden, in the midst of my whining, I heard two words that shut me up. And those two words, he simply answered and said, do it, do it. And I was telling him about all the, all of the regrets I had, all the things I haven't done, all the things I wish I, you know, I was, I was giving him the woulda, coulda, shoulda speech. You know, all the things I wish I coulda done and coulda, shoulda done. And I was giving him all of my regrets, everything that I felt, that all the opportunities I missed and let go by. And he simply responded right in the midst. I was, in fact, I wasn't even finished. I was still going on. And he just said, do it. It's almost like he just shut me up. He shut me up. And when I heard the words, it kind of startled me because um, it just, it really shut me up. Kind of similar to the way Pastor Nathaniel said he was one day belly aching about the price of gas and God just told him to shut up. (laughs) So at least mine wasn't quite as harsh as his. God just told me to do it. And so I just want to use as a subject, so when I heard him tell me to do it, I, I thought about Nike, of course, and we'll use as a subject, just do it. Turn to your neighbor and say, just do it, just do it, just do it, just do it. And so I realized that God didn't want to hear me 
continually whine and complain about what I coulda, shoulda, woulda, and all of my belly aching about my regrets in life and all the opportunities that I missed and all the doors that closed on me and, you know, and the things that I didn't pursue and the things I haven't accomplished, things that, you know, so he didn't, he didn't want to hear me going on about it. He was, he simply said, do it. In other words, he was saying, don't, don't, uh, don't wish, do something about it. Don't wish about it. Do something about it. It's not too late. In other words, it's not too late. It's not too late. Stop wishing and start doing, take some action, do something. Turn to your neighbor and say, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. And so I, I realized uh, the truth and the power of what he spoke to him. And I thought about uh, of course, some scriptures. Turn over, if you will, with me, actually, to the book of James. Flip back into the, the end of the New Testament to the book of the epistle of James, just before you get to First and Second Peter and First, Second, Third John. You see a little book there called James, right after Hebrews. Little book with about four chapters in it. The book of James, four or five chapters, James. And notice, James said a lot of the same things, the same way God told me to do it, as we're using this subject, just do it, James said some of the same things in Scripture. So let's look at James chapter 1, get verse 22, and you can see that James is a just do it kind of person as well. Notice James chapter 1, verse 22. Let's read it together in unison. But be ye doers... There it is. Be ye doers. Be ye doers. Notice, not talkers, not complainers, not wearing it on your T-shirt or on your bumper sticker. Notice what it says. Be ye doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. And look at verse 25. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer, there it is again, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Or another translation says, this man shall be blessed in what he does. So here James is explicitly saying, just do it. Just do it. Don't just read the Bible. Don't just hear the Bible. Don't just hear it preached. Don't just see it on a bumper sticker or wear it on a t-shirt. Don't just sing about it. No, he says the power comes when you do it. Turn to your neighbor and say, just do it. 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 Somebody said this quote, I never forgot it. They said, preach the gospel wherever you go. Use words if you have to. In other words, they were saying, just do it. Just live the gospel. Live the gospel and you don't really have to say very much. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Also in James chapter 2, go to James chapter 2. He says something else about doing it. James chapter 2, turn to your name and say, he says something else about doing it. James chapter 2, verse 26. James chapter 2, verse 26. Read that in unison with me. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. So once again, he's saying you got to do something. You got to do, turn your name and say, you have to do something. 
You have to do something. Just do it. Just do it. So right in the midst of my complaining and mulling over all of the opportunities I missed and the doors that have been closed and things I could have, would have, should have done and all of these things, God simply said, do it, do it. In other words, it's not too late. You can still, you can still release some potential that's in you. You can still reach some goals. You can still strive and, uh, and fulfill some dreams. You can still take advantage of some opportunities. You can still use some gifts. You can still use some talents. It's not too late. In other words, God is saying, what are you talking about? I'm sure he was sitting in heaven like, what are you talking about? You can still do it. Just do it. Do it. Turn to the name and say, just do it. Just do it. It's not too late. It's not too late. I like something that Richard DeVoe said. He said, the only thing that stands between a man and what he wants from life is often merely the will to try and the faith to believe that it is possible. That's the only thing that stands between a man and what he wants from life is the will to try and the faith to believe that it is possible. Let me ask you some questions. Let me ask you some questions. What is it that you've always wanted to do and you haven't done? What regrets do you have? What is it you wish you had done? There is so much in us that we have not accomplished, so much in us that we have not used. You know, science tells us that we don't even use 10% of our brains. What do you got all that big head for you're not using. <laughs> What's the other 90% of that gray matter sitting on your shoulder you're not using? So notice we have so much that's unused, so much that's untapped, so much uh, in us that we haven't done yet. And it's, it's really exciting when I thought about it, when God just said, do it. It let me know that there's so much in us we haven't done and haven't tapped into and the possibilities are unlimited. They, I mean, it is, the future is so filled with promise. The potential is so rich inside of us. There, there are songs, folks, we've never sung. There are books we haven't even written yet. There are sermons we haven't preached. Folks, there are ideas that we haven't brought out. Folks, there are businesses that we haven't started there are creations we haven't even invented yet. Folks, we are rich with possibility. We're rich with potential. We're rich with so much that lies on the inside of us. And God is simply saying, just do it. Just do it. It's not too late. It is not too late. You haven't missed it yet. Just do it. Your life isn't over yet. Just turn your name and say, just do it. 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 There was a group of elderly people, people who were 85, 90, 95 years old, and they interviewed them. They said, if you can do life all over again, what is the one thing that you would change? And this was the overwhelming response of the group. They all said, we wish we had have taken, would have taken more risks. We wish we would have tried more stuff. Wish we would have got out on the edge a little bit more in life and dared to do something big, dared to do something we dreamed of doing, but we never did it. That was the number one regret of that group of elderly people. And so what I'm saying to you, don't allow your life to come to the end and you're filled up with regret. No, no, just do it, just do it. 
just do it. I heard a story of a lady. She was she was 90 years old in a senior citizen's home, and she finally decided, finally dawned on her one day to use her gift of singing. She was an opera singer, singer, but had never sung publicly. But she she had just kept that gift. And so in the nursing home, in the last few years of her life, they said she sang like an angel. She sang like an angel, and it was the most beautiful. And people came from all over to pack that nursing home just to hear her sing. She almost waited too late, but she got it out. Folks, don't wait till you're in the nursing home. You don't even have to wait that late. No, just do it. Just do it. Just her name said, just do it. Just do it. I, I read something interesting. A, a Roman scholar by the name of Cato, he started to study Greek when he was more than 80 years old. And when he was asked why he was tackling such a difficult subject or task at his age, they asked him, they said, why are you trying to take on this difficult task at your age? And this was his reply. He said, it's the earliest age I have left. He said, it's the earliest age I have. I love his attitude. He was going to do it. He was going to do it. He knew it wasn't too late. He was going to do it while he still had time. Turn over to Ecclesiastes. That's where I had told you all to go originally before you all got me over in the book of James. I don't know how you got me in James. I told you to go to Ecclesiastes, but go to Ecclesiastes chapter (laughs) 9. Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Look at verse 10. This is a a verse the Holy Spirit just sort of brought to my mind, brought to my heart, and brought to my spirit. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10. Notice what it says. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, there it is. Do it. I said, okay, Holy Spirit, this... I'm not the first person you told this to, I see. He said this way back. <laughs> Nike, didn't, Nike did not originate that. Notice this now. God said this way back in Ecclesiastes. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it. Do it. Do it with all thy might. Do it with everything you've got. For there is, notice what it says. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave whither thou goest. In other words, he's saying, if you don't use it now, it's not going to be any good because you can't use it in the grave. He's saying if God has given you anything, if you found anything to your liking, anything that you're good at, any opportunity, he said, take it, use it, do it. Because if you wait too long, you're going to be in the grave and it's not going to benefit anybody, not even you. Folks, the graveyard is full of unused potential and unused gifts and talents. It's the richest place on earth is the graveyard. And so Ecclesiastes 9, 10, he says, hey, take advantage of life. Take advantage of time while you have it. Do it. Do it. Do what's in your heart. Do do what you thought it was too late to do. Do what you've been afraid to do. Do what you've had an inkling to do. Do what you've had an ability to do. Do what you've had a gifting to do. Do what you've had an opportunity to do. Don't shrink back. Don't miss out. No, do it. Do it. Just do it. Just do it is what he's saying. I I like um, something. Somebody said this. Somebody wrote this. I don't know who it was, but I got it. I like Edwin Lewis Cole. He said the first time when an author writes something, when you're quoting an author, the first time you give them the credit. So you say, you know, like John Doe said. He said the second time you quote them, you say like someone always say. And he said the third time you quote them, you say like I always say. (laughs) 
so I'm taking this. I don't know who wrote it, but like I always say, listen to this. <laughs> he's speaking about something, uh, but it relates to, he's not referring to Ecclesiastes 9.10, but it's, it's very similar. Notice what he says. He says, I expect to pass through this world, but once. Any good, therefore, that I can do, or any kindness that I can show to any fellow creature, let me do it now. Let me not defer or neglect it, for I shall not pass this way again. He said, if I'm going to do any good, if I'm going to make any difference, he said, I might as well do it, and I might as well do it now, because I only have one shot to live. I'm only going to be on this earth one time. Folks, this is it. Whether you know it or not, you don't get a second chance at life. This is it. This is not a dress rehearsal. Folks, this is it. You're living life right now. And when this time is up and when you're in the grave, it is too late to use what God had put in you to use. And so this guy says, he said, if I'm going to do any good, if I'm going to benefit anybody, bless anybody, he said, I might as well do it now because I'm only going to pass this way one time. Think about that. You got to keep that in your mind as you live your life. I'm only going to pass this way one time. So if I'm going to do any good, I might as well start doing it now. I mean, if I'm going to use what God has given me, I better start using it now. I'm not coming on this side of the earth anymore. Folks, you're all not going to see me once I go on to be with, with the Lord in glory. I'm not, we're not coming this way any longer. You know, we got one shot. We have one shot at life. And so he says, since we're not traveling this way anymore, Oh, if I'm going to do anything, I might as well do it. I might as well do it. Turn to your neighbor and say, just do it. Just do it. You might as well do it. So what if you fail? If you don't do it, you failed anyway. You got nothing to lose. If it doesn't work, I heard, I heard a, a, a man, his mama had cancer, and he wanted her to go try this special treatment. And he said, mama, he said, you ain't got nothing to lose. He said, if you don't go, you're going to die. He said, the treatment don't work, you're going to die. So he said, what you got to lose, mama? <laughs> and mama went on and had the treatment and it cured her of cancer. Oh, I'm telling you folks, you better do it. You better do it while you got the chance. Take the risk. Do it. Do it. Do it. You only live one time. You only come this way one time. Do it, folks. This makes you live with a little bit more zest. It makes you live with a little bit. When you understand you only pass this way one time. I heard another author say, he said, every day you ought to listen to a piece of music. He said, every day you ought to listen to a good piece of music. He said, every day you ought to read a portion of a great book. He said, every day... You want to, in other words, he's saying, take advantage of each day, appreciate each day, each moment, cherish it. Life is precious. Days are short. In other words, live it to the fullest. Take advantage of life while you have it. Take advantage of life while you have it. He says, never let a day pass without looking at some perfect work of art. In other words, appreciate the beauty of art while you can, while you can see it, while you can behold it. Not necessarily on a canvas, but walk outside and look at God's creation. He's a master artist. Appreciate a work of art every day. Appreciate 
some great, a great piece of music, some great music every day. If you don't have any music, go to IvanStenson.com. You can listen to some great music. <laughs> listen to a piece of great music every day. Read in part, read a part of a great book every day. In other words, live life. Folks, live life to the fullest every day while you have it, while you have the opportunity. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. If there's a gift or talent or something you haven't used, if there's a goal you haven't reached for, if there's a dream that is unfulfilled, folks, just do it. You should make up your mind that as you are laid into the ground in a casket, that you go there empty because you have used everything that God deposited in your life to be a blessing to mankind, to bless the earth, to bless the world. You use all of your gifts and talents. You used all of everything. You used all of your creativity and all of your ability, all of your thinking. Oh, you tried all of your ideas. You did everything. You blessed people. You went everywhere. You saw everything. Folks, when you slide into that casket, you want to be just in such a state of contentment to say, here's a body that's empty because I've used everything God gave me while I had the time, while I had the chance. Do it. Use it. Do it. Turn your neighbor and say, just do it. Oh, you don't want to live a life where you end up with so many regrets at the end of your life. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Do it while you have the chance. Don't mope around worrying about health issues or financial issues or relationship issues. No, don't mope around about them. No, do something about them. That's what the Bible, that's what God, the Holy Spirit whispered to me when I was griping and complaining. He said, do it. Do it. In other words, he's saying, do it, do it, do it, do it. It's in your power. You can do something about them. Don't just talk about illness and how bad you're feeling. No, do something about it. Do something about it. Do something about it. Don't just talk about uh, how bad your financial situation is. No, do something about it. Don't talk about how bad your relationship is. No, do something about it. Just do it. 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 Commit yourself to it and take action. Commit yourself to it and take action. Commit yourself and take action. Now, we'll, we'll do part two. I was, I was kind of afraid of this when I got into this. I said, Lord, I'm not going to be able to get all this out of one. <laughs> so we'll, we'll do part two uh, next time. The, Share some things with you to help you to just do it. Help you to just do it. Some practical things to just help you to to do it. To get some things done that you've always wanted to do. To to stretch yourself. To broaden yourself. And so uh, look at some things next time about just doing it. Just doing. You know, most of the time... We already know what to do, we just don't do it. Most of the time, we already know what to do. See, our greatest need is not to be informed. Our greatest need is to be reminded. So it's not new knowledge that you need necessarily. Folks, it's doing what you already know to do. Turn to your neighbor and say, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. 
Those of you who are watching by television, I want you to go to airjesus.com. You can listen to this message, message number 7466. Just do it in its entirety. You can also email it to a friend absolutely free of charge. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the Word. (laughs) 